Hello, so today we're talking about support for interpersonal communication, which would be chapter 14. One of the first things I want to talk about is what is support? Well, when you think of support, you usually think of, oh, I'm supporting my friend. I'm going to cheer her up after she lost a pet, or I'm going to cheer her up and bring her some food after her boyfriend broke up with her. Well, that is great, but support isn't only support and having negative empathy, but it's having positive empathy too. Two main points of support are whether you have nonverbals and verbals. Nonverbals are things that are not said through words. So nonverbal immediacy is nonverbal communication that shows the positive feelings. This may include hugging a friend or making eye contact with someone, leaning in closer to someone with proximity, or watching facial expressions such as smiling or winking at someone. Verbal messages have two types when dealing with issues. There's person-centered and perspective-taking verbal messages. Both are important to focus on depending on the situation that you're in. Person-centered are verbal messages that focus on what the person is feeling, the person you're supporting, and how they convey a certain situation. So an example of this would be, um, say that your friend just lost a basketball game. Well, you focus on your friend and how they are. You try to cheer them up, and you tell them, well, good job anyway. You did really good at your game. At least you scored two baskets at your basketball game. If you're talking in person-centered messages, there are different levels. There's high level, which is being there for them, like I mentioned in the last example. Moderate is just distracting their mind so they feel better in a particular moment. So maybe they're upset about something, but you can't really help them, so you just try to cheer them up in the moment, and then they end up thinking about it again. Low level is telling someone to get over the situation. Tell them that they can't take it personal because it's not in their control. So going back to the sports situation, I may say to my friend, well, don't take it personally. It's not your fault that you didn't lose the game. You're still supporting them, but that's not a positive area of support. That's very negative to support them that way. The other type is perspective-taking. Perspective-taking verbal messages look at the situation from the person's point of view. So instead of looking at it as an outsider when you have an issue, you look at it as if you're that person. You try to help them as if that's your situation that you're dealing with. If my car breaks down, then I'm not going to say, well, you could just get a new car. Don't worry if you total it. Instead, you might say, I'm sorry that your car broke down. Maybe we could, Maybe you could borrow your parents' car for the day. The next part of support is empathy. When we're empathetic, there are two types. Usually, we only think of empathy when we lose a loved one. But surprisingly, there's two types, positive and negative. Negative is what we focus on, which is the feelings of sorrow, pity, and anger. We're empathetic of people even if they don't feel the need for the support. 
second and third world countries are a great example of when we are empathetic and they don't need that empathy and it'd be a negative empathy. For example, when my family and I went on vacation when I was a child in Cancun, we went to an island. On the island, we saw little children and their parents. Their parents were making blankets and clothes for people and the children made these little bracelets. The bracelets were only a few pesos. But we gave the children $5 in American currency, which is almost 110 Mexican pesos. We felt bad for them because we saw that they had nothing, even though they don't see a difference because that's their norm. We were empathetic and we gave them more money. And the children were so excited because they knew that it was so much to them that they were joyful. And because they were joyful and grateful, we were happy. Which turned negative empathy to positive empathy. We went from feeling bad. So the other side of empathy that's not negative is the positive empathy. Positive empathy is when we feel the feelings and the joy that someone else feels. When they're happy about something. So when my best friend graduated from his army basic training, he felt so accomplished in doing so and was so excited when he would write to me in letters that I wanted to share that joy and empathy with him. So his family and I planned for me to go down to South Carolina from Pennsylvania to surprise him. I was so empathetic in a positive way that he spread joy and happiness to me that I felt it. In society, we tend to worry about the negative empathy and forget to celebrate the positive too. The positive empathy can be very joyful, so much joy that it brings no other. Another type of support is the different subcategories of support. In class, we talked about five types. The five were informational, emotional, network, tangible, and esteem support. Informational support is very action-centered. This is when we focus on listening to the content of the issue. This is when we help our friend and we help someone with the resources that the information on the resources that they may need. So for example, my friend and her family weren't getting along. So I supported her on how to resolve family issues. Her thought was that she could move close to where she's going to school rather than live with her family. So she just moved into an apartment in Sunbury as she's going to beauty school in Sunbury. Another type of support, which is similar to informational is tangible. This is also action driven. It's when we help our partner or our friend complete what they need to have done by giving them the resources, helping them find the resources, not just the information. So someone can tell me that I need to go get a job, but that's only informational. Telling me that I need to save money, it's only informational. Helping me go find jobs and apply to jobs, is being tangible. You're giving me the needed resources that I need to succeed and solve my problem. The next type of support is one that I long for and I look for, but I never seem to find it, which is why I struggle. This is emotional. Emotional support is supporting someone by their emotions, making them feel better, asking if you can help them, if there's anything that you can do, if they're okay telling them that they can call you, letting them know that emotionally you will support them so they feel better. 
So one example, which is current as we speak, is my family has issues with my brother. He has a new girlfriend that he met. She lived with us, and he wants to now take my niece, and they're moving away to Ohio. I'm very upset, as I will explain later on, but my brother has a lot of problems, so I am the one who's been taking care of my niece. My niece's mother and my parents have been trying to comfort me and emotionally support me by telling me that I'll always see my niece and I don't need to worry about losing her. They're being supportive as a big team to emotionally help me. They're also being informationally supportive as they're trying to legally find out through the courthouse how we can stop my brother from taking her. Maddie's mother has to give parental consent or he will be in trouble for a form of kidnapping. Another type of support is network support. This is the people who work with you to solve an issue. It's your network or your group of friends that help you. So for example, when Logan came home from the military, he had a network of support. No one except for his family knew he was struggling but myself and his parents. When he was trapped in the military, he didn't want them to know that he was having suicidal thoughts. A network of family supports a, needs a strong foundation of trust. Telling Logan's friend would have got information spread everywhere, but for keeping it intimate doesn't, and that is why it is called a network. The last type of support is esteem support. It helps you find a positive image in yourself. So, for example, when Logan was in the army, he felt drained and that he wasn't good enough. He felt as if he was failing. I helped him in telling him when he comes home he can start new, that he could find a new job, that there were many options for school. Now he has a full-time job making a lot of money and he's saving for a new car. He's been home from the military officially one year, about a week ago. The conversations we have and me telling him how he contributes positive attributions as a person to life and he has many accomplishments, help him see the positive image of himself rather than the one negative thing that brings him down. The next part of communication and support is communication strategies. There are four domains, escape, solace, solve, and dismiss. They are dependent on emotion focus or problem focus and avoidance or approaches of an issue. Escape is emotion-focused and avoidance. When I feel uncomfortable in certain situations, I escape them because I don't feel comfortable, which causes me to avoid the issue. Solace is emotion-focused and approach. If I'm upset about something and I want to get the feelings off my chest, I'm going to approach you about how it makes me feel so we can come up with a solution. This happened with my partner and I. He did something that hurt my feelings this weekend. I used solace to recognize that I had bad emotions about it, and I approached him about how it made me feel so we could agree on a solution for now and the future. Solve is focusing on the problem and approaching it. If I lose a job, we need to solve it by finding a new one. Approaching the issue is saying, well, I lost my job, noticing that it's an issue. Approaching it is, well, I think I'm going to go search for a new job now. Maybe I should go apply. The last type of communication strategy is dismissal. This is probably the most harmful one. It's problem-focused, but avoidance. My brother, as I talked about, is an alcoholic. He loses many jobs because he'll get drunk the night before and then be late and call off work. 
instead of seeing that he has no job and no income to support him and his daughter, he minimalizes it and says, well, I'll be okay being employed for some time. And he avoids searching for a new job for a few weeks. The next part of communication is ineffective communication and support. Ineffective communication has several parts of ineffective support messages. The first one is putting yourself first. We did an activity called How Do You Rate 14.2. You had to organize certain statements and whether they're helpful or harmful. One thing that's very harmful is saying, I understand how you feel. You may not see it in, in the time because you're trying to help them, but it's actually more harmful. It turns the situation onto you putting yourself first. You don't ever help the problems when they become more upset, the person. The next thing is minimizing and maximizing. They can go hand in hand. Minimizing is making a large issue seem smaller. So if I lose a pet, someone may say, that's not a big deal. It's very hurtful and very ineffective. Maximizing your feelings can also be harmful. Doing so can cause issues that you don't need to be started. So thinking your boyfriend's out and not answering you, you become upset and thinking something happened to him. Instead of something just happening to him, like his phone dying, your friend says, I think he's out cheating on you. You should, He should be always answering you. You know he's a player anyways. Well, that's not very effective. The last type of ineffective messages is cold comfort. This is acknowledging your friend has issues and needing help with them, but you blatantly ignore them. So if my mom's very ill and in the hospital, if someone says, oh, your mom's in the hospital, well, I'm sorry, instead of helping you, that's cold comfort. It's not really solving the issue that needs to be solved. The next part of support is communication in differences. So sometimes comforting your friends can be difficult for certain reasons. One indifference in support is sex differences. Men and women both want emotional support, but they give different support. Men are more problem-centered. They want to help you solve the issue. Women are more emotion-centered and want to emotionally make you feel better. Some people have different cognitive complexity, though. This is the ability to understand messages at different levels, being able to read between the lines or pick up on subliminal messages. If you have a high complexity, it means you see past what someone is saying. So, for example, your friend may be with somebody that you think is kind of shady, and they tell you that they're okay, but you feel more safe, but they say they feel more safe when they're home alone rather than with their partner. This means he or she may be abused at home and feel uncomfortable under their significant other's care. It means that we need to get them out. Different cultures also comfort differently. Some cultures are into hugging their partners and, are, and hugging friends, and they're very close. And some countries are cold, and they emphasize individuality. The next topic, which is the last topic we will talk about, is coping. There are two types. There's problem-focused and emotion-focused. Problem-focused coping is looking at the issue and trying to fix it based on the information you have, or altering where a problem is coming from. So an example is that I become financially unstable. Well, I can't really put money into my bank account overnight and make it quadruple. But I can cope by putting a temporary block on my debit card or giving it to my mother after I take care of my bills so I don't overspend my money.
Emotion focus isn't fixing the issue, but it's adjusting your emotions to feel better. So when I lost my uncle this past summer, I knew I couldn't fix the idea that he passed away, but I could do things to refocus my emotions and help me deal with the passing. The things I did are called coping mechanisms. They included listening to music and watching videos and pictures of our family together to reminisce. For some people, other emotional coping can be self-care, such as a bath or going for a drive or meditating. In conclusion, support has more to offer than just negative times, but it has positive and uplifting sides of support as well.